Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason on Inside Sources. Well, we often talk about leadership on this program, and it is something that's badly needed in our world today. We have a lot of people with the title of leader, but very few who actually do the leading. Competent, capable, transformational leadership is really in short supply these days. And so we need to change that conversation, and we need to change it from a, a number of ways. One, in terms of how we train leaders for the future, how we hold leaders with that title accountable today if they really aren't leading. Uh, and so we had a great conversation last week uh, with uh, Lisa Gable. Uh, Lisa is a keynote speaker, a writer, uh, author. She's a former U.S. ambassador to Japan. She was a U.N. delegate. And she works with people all around the world, from businesses to NGOs to governments, talking about leadership, particularly leadership in crisis or when things go south. And I wanted to go back to that today because uh, much of the news today is centered in the art of leadership. Uh, We started off uh, talking about the president's announcement of a plan, uh, which really isn't a plan. It's more of a bumper sticker of tax the rich to pay for Medicare. And we know that real leadership is going to require some meat on the bones to show what is and what isn't possible with that and how Congress can actually get that job done. Uh, We're going to talk about China today. We'll talk about South Korea. Uh, We'll talk about uh, leadership in our community with the other side village uh, breaking ground tomorrow. You want to stick around for that at 150. Uh, and a host of other conversations that we need to have that are going to require a different kind of leadership than what we've been getting out of people in the business community, out of people in elected office. Uh, and guess what? All of us looking in the mirror in terms of what our leadership is really all about, because I am a passionate believer that we're all supposed to lead from every point on the compass, especially in times like these. Uh, so as we sat down with Lisa Gable last week, uh, I asked her... Give us just the the base of the base of it. Give us the essence of great leadership. Here's what she said. I believe that great leaders recognize that they are temporary stewards of the organization. If they do a good job, will continue after they leave. And so every decision they make has to be based on what is best for the organization, not based on what is best for me personally. And we could probably just put a full stop and play music for the rest of this segment. <laughs> if we could just get leaders to recognize that they are temporary stewards of their organization or their department or their neighborhood or whatever it may be. Uh, Leadership is seasonal. It's temporary. And the greatest of leaders recognize that they are replaceable. Uh, I still believe it's one of the greatest characteristics of George Washington, that he recognized that he was replaceable, that everybody was replaceable, uh, that no one was indispensable. Some people played really critical roles, and that's great. And You have to keep moving on because nobody lives forever. And so if you're a great leader, you're building more great leaders for after you leave because that's the real test. Uh, I think that's the ultimate test of leadership is what happens when you're gone. We've seen organizations thrive under a great leader and they leave and very rapidly things unravel. Uh, Culture is a tough thing to build and an easy thing to lose, just like trust, integrity, and a host of other things that we also equate with great leadership. So I asked uh, the former ambassador to Japan, uh, I asked her, what's the first thing that leaders should do in a crisis? Because we always talk about uh, leaders. We we hire leaders, not for the good times, not for when things are going great, but when things go bad, when things go wrong. And so I asked Lisa Gable, what is the first thing that a leader needs to do in a crisis? Well, part of it is prioritization. 
And one of the things I learned when I worked at Intel Corporation is that you really need to focus on job one. What's the number one thing we have to do in order to survive and thrive? And we saw Churchill was very effective at doing that. Great leaders are very effective at reminding people that, yes, we used to do all of these things, but in a moment of crisis, what is the thing that we need to focus on as a nation, as a people, as democracies, in order to ensure that we will continue to be able to live in the freedoms that we have? I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. So focus always precedes success, especially in a crisis. Again, when things are going well, uh, I often say that when, you know, when the sea is calm and the breeze is light and the sun is out, every boat in the harbor has a really great captain. Uh, but when the, when the storms rage and the, the waves are high and there's no sun to guide you, uh, that's when you find out if you have someone who really knows how to captain the boat. Uh, and that's what we need in difficult times, in trying times, someone who can focus on the right things and making sure that they're prioritizing the right things as opposed to all of the different activities. In fact, we dug down on that a little bit with uh, Ambassador Gable uh, talking about how many leaders get distracted. It's this idea of motion versus forward movement and being careful about big things and small things and making sure we get the right things in the right place. People lose sight of the bigger vision. And so they start tweaking around the edges, right? They think if we make this little tactical move here and we make this little tactical move there, that everything's going to reset itself. And the reality is that doesn't work because as you pointed out, it's the small things that kill us. And it is one reason I'm into prioritizing, ranking and rating, making a decision as to what's really important and stop focusing on the little things. One of the things I talked about today during my remarks is a lesson I learned from my dad. Don't treat everything in life like a battle. Mm. It's really the fight's not worth it and everything's not that important. Keep your powder dry and wait for the big moments and that's where you deploy all your assets. So that ability to to really assess the situation. Uh, I, I think one of the, the great acronyms out there that the Air Force used to use, air to air combat, uh, was this idea of the OODA loop, O-O-D-A, which stands for observe, orient, decide and act. So observe, orient, decide, and act, OODA. Uh, And that OODA loop was how they would actually determine who was most likely to win an air-to-air combat. Because the pilot who could do that better and faster always had the advantage. So that pilot that was able to very rapidly observe the situation, orient himself to where he was and what was going on, make a decision, act on it, and then start over with a new observation Uh, is the one who always wins. And I think the same is true, whether it's a business, whether it's a political party, whether it's a piece of legislation, whether it's something going on in your neighborhood that you're trying to get done, 
uh, that ability to just observe what's going on. It's amazing how much time we waste chasing all the things that don't matter and we worry about and stress about and have arguments about uh, things that are completely irrelevant, where if we would just observe what's the essence of this, what's the most important thing, and then orient, okay, now what action can we take on that that would make a difference? Make that decision, okay, we're going to do that, and then act on it. And that ability uh, is really what leads to great leadership. It's one of the challenges, I think, that the Biden administration has had internally is their ability to go through that OODA loop, whether that's dealing with Russia and Ukraine or China, uh, dealing with uh, situations in with railroads, healthcare, uh, and a host of other things, that the ability to just rapidly turn that over to observe, orient, decide, and act uh, is the real test. And one of the things that I loved about our conversation last week with uh, former Ambassador Gable uh, is the fact that these are all these are all things that we can learn and that we can do better. And these are all things that we should expect out of those who are in positions of leadership or more appropriately, those who are in positions of stewardship. Because, again, it's just temporary. It's a temporary stewardship, not a platform, not a stepping stone. And when we look at a lot of at a lot of the performative politics that uh, goes on in our country today, it's those who are in one position so they can use it as a stepping stone to get to another or those who have decided that they're they're in the best spot for them. And so then it becomes just purely performative uh, so that it's good for them. It's good for their pocketbook. It's good for their social media. It's good for their appearances on cable news networks. But none of that is real leadership. And so I go back to where we started. Part of this is a, is a we the people issue. Uh, one, we have to make sure we do our homework so that we are electing real leaders. Uh, but two, we also need to make sure we're holding accountable those who just aren't. Uh, maybe maybe they looked good. Maybe they sounded good in a debate. Maybe we cast our vote for them. But did they really lead in the end? And if they're not, then it's up to us uh, to make sure that they don't continue to be in that position if they're only using it as a platform or as a stepping stone to get somewhere else. And so that's the test. And on so many things, from health care to Medicare to Social Security to the border to immigration, and the list goes on. It's all about leadership. Uh, and again, you want to stick around. Coming up at 150, we're going to talk about some real leadership right here in our community, talking about the other side village as they break ground tomorrow on what will be a transformational uh, experience and village that will lift people uh, who have been homeless or face that for a long time. All right, we'll step aside for some quick bottom of the hour news. When we come back, much more on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Stick around.